Our planet orbits the sun once in the time period we call a year. But the Earth's orbit is not a perfect circle. It's slightly oval in shape, what we call an ellipse. Every year on or about July 6th, the Earth reaches aphelion, its farthest point from the sun in that elliptical orbit. How can we be at our farthest from the sun in summer? Because the seasons are not caused by our relative distance to the sun, but because of the tilt in the Earth's axis. When the northern hemisphere is tipped at its most toward the sun, we call it the summer solstice. But on that same day, the southern hemisphere is tipped away from the sun, marking its first day of winter. The average distance to the sun is about 93 million miles. At aphelion on July 6th, we'll be at 94,500,000 miles. At the other end of our orbit, the Earth will reach perihelion on January 4th marking its closest distance to the Sun at 91,400,000 miles. The difference is only about 3%, but it still begs the question of whether that can have even a slight effect on the climate. For example, if we're farthest from the Sun during Southern Hemisphere winters, could that somehow make their winters more intense than ours? Measurements show the opposite to be true. The average temperature of the entire Earth is actually about 4 degrees lower at closest approach than it is at aphelion. This happens because continents and oceans are not distributed evenly around the globe. There's more land in the northern hemisphere and more water in the south. Continents have a low heat capacity, causing the atmospheric temperature to drop more at night than in the water-dominated southern hemisphere, which holds in more heat at night. With the Delta College Planetarium in Bay City, I'm Mike Murray.